Greetings, Wargamers. We're your hosts, Trevor, Jay, Josh, and this is Shannon Attack. Attack. is sponsored by Discount Games Incorporated. Discount Games Incorporated specializes in customer service, low prices, and prompt shipping. You can find our web store at www.discountgamesinc.com. Chain Attack. I'm your host, Trevor, and uh, I am struggling to kill the Minotaur. Wait, are you struggling to kill him when he's a mini boss fight, or you're struggling to call kill him when he is with that loudmouth piece <laughs> piece of garbage <laughs> Theseus? Sorry, I had to edit a lot of words in my head right there. <laughs> I'm having difficulty fighting the two of them together, yes. I actually uh, don't know if I hate Theseus or Hades more. I want to go on the record. Uh, Theseus does have a pretty big mouth. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I am I I get there with the most amazing builds, and then, like, the Hades... All your hopes. <laughs> the Hades gods um. <laughs> say no. Dude, I fought Hades last night with four Death Defiances. And squandered them all like a noob. It was terrible. I'm telling you what, Trevor, though. I'm not saying that the Wheeler strategy will win it every time because clearly the Brian strategy is better, whatever it is. But you just, when you get there, you ignore Theseus. All he is until the Minotaur is dead is a little reticule that you have to hide from while you beat the tar out of that stupid Minotaur. I have seen Brian do that fight of her, but and he did always kill the Minotaur first. Yeah. To be fair... Uh, most of my runs currently, there's if you're not on God mode, there is a. I mean, I'm assuming on God mode it's the same way, but there is a lot of resource gathering. Like there's just, I just have to do a lot of runs just to be able to to level up all of my stuff to be able to oh, handle sure. the later yeah, bosses. Yeah. Sure, sure. So I don't necessarily like. I a lot of the times I'm just like, okay, please kill me so I can go do another run. You know, <laughs> I'm not trying to beat these bosses. I'm just trying to gather more darkness, more. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera, to be able to reset. Sure. Well, and also learn the patterns of the bosses, etc. So I, I don't. It doesn't bother me all that much. I'm not. I have. Um, there's only are, one. Are your, are your kids still whooping you? <laughs> mm, my daughter's been farther than I have, but I, but it was because I helped her with her build. Like she goes, Dad, what should I use? And I'm like, You should do that. You should do that. She had the most amazing build ever, and she beat um, Theseus and the Minotaur her first try. And which did irritate me more than just a little bit, but <laughs> but she, I'm pretty sure she has God mode turned on. I don't. I'm just like I, right now, it's just a constant grind of of being able to get all my stuff to a point where I can get there. Like I've spent five thousand darkness or more, so something like that. It's it's a lot for me. I'm Jay, and I I don't really have anything interesting to say. So wow. Uh, I'm Josh, and I accidentally rediscovered BoardGameGeek.com. <laughs> and now, it does, like... It does... It, I, it feels like something is right in the universe again, Josh, because... 
like when you, you were like the prodigal son who lost his way and and you didn't you know like you just didn't have any excitement for board games compared to old josh and and you're like this jaded man who's like oh yes there's board games coming out i don't care because i don't need to play them but now you're back fiending again and it's fantastic except for you're still not going to play them I, that like, that's, that's sort of true, other than I'm here to tell you that I'm going to play the new Czech Games Edition game, which is, is no surprise since they make one of my favorite games of all times through the ages. But they have a new game coming out called Under Falling Skies, and it basically looks like Solitaire XCOM meets Missile Command. It's Solitaire? It's a solo game? It's Solitaire. It's just made to be Solitaire. I mean, I could see that you could pretty easily, like, I could easily see myself sitting down with my seven-year-old and he and I making the decisions together, you know. But, yeah, it's just a single-player game. When does and it come I'm out? Like, uh, I'll find that out. I feel like I sent it to Jay, my dealer, to, to keep it on his radar. I'm not sure that you did, but maybe. Well, I sent you a lot, so maybe I didn't. It says, hmm. Oh, actually, it's listed on Amazon right now. It must be out. so. I'll have to send it to Jay. Excellent. But it looks cool as heck, just for the record. Okay, well, uh, my my only Games Workshop stories are, are rather brief this week. <laughs> so the we were waiting last week to uh, see if the Caesarics that were shipping to me were actually going to be Caesarics, and, uh, <laughs> and they, they were. were. They were. They were. Wow. I know it's it says something when you're more surprised that something actually uh comes correct than when it doesn't but here we are. Um then the other thing is like I've I've this is just kind of a pet peeve and normally it isn't an issue but it has been right now. So I'll submit an order to Games Workshop and they immediately want to well, actually, <laughs> they, this, this is probably more details than is needed, but whatever. So I, I'm set up so that I have a net 30 or net 45 account where I order stuff and then don't have to pay for it for 30 or 45 days. But that, the, I, it never actually reaches the, um, 30 or 45 days because my, the, the cap on how much I'm allowed to have on that, um, I always, exceed before the orders would expire and so basically anytime i push place an order i have to make payments for the orders and the so right now i've had like four or five orders that are submitted and have been paid for and have been waiting to ship because they're just like so far behind on (laughs) on getting stuff shipped out and so it's normally you pay and it ships out fairly soon thereafter, but now I'm like paying thousands of dollars for, you know, waiting weeks for stuff to, to ship, and it's just kind of a mild annoyance, but here we are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but we do have, I did get some, a restock on some of the battle forces. Um, some of them should still be available, hopefully, by the time you listen to this, so check those out um, and check out Muse on Minis. So, Josh, Yes, Jay. Why, sh- why should people subscribe to the Patreon of, of Chain Attack? I mean, 
at this point, you should subscribe if you want to hear Hades discussed on the Discord chat. <laughs> All the time. I'm just kidding. It's not that bad. I love it. Uh, listen, there's really two tiers that you should consider when you subscribe to the Patreon. Uh, there is our 499 tier where you will receive, uh, early access to the episodes and get access to the premium bonus podcast that happens once a week or join the, uh, after class brigade at the 899 per month and, uh, be entered into monthly drawings, influence the podcast hosts in both podcast decisions and life decisions and really just, you know, enjoy the discord chat that you get access to at that level which right now it does seem like it has a lot of me telling talking to jay about board games and a lot of <laughs> a lot of hades uh what would you call it i guess it's it's still theory craft in hades right when you're like oh what about this boon plus this boon and oh maybe you should ignore theseus and only hit the minotaur i wish there was a <laughs> boon that just let you ignore theseus period that guy <laughs> Uh, speaking of which, I asked you the other day if there's anything that pulls things in. There's actually some Ares boons that with his, uh, blade storm things that actually do pull enemies in. Like pulls it towards the little vortex thing? Uh-huh. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I actually haven't done enough Ares boons, so that doesn't surprise me. I need to, I don't know why I haven't. I'm pretty sure I won, the only time I've won, I had one of his doom boons, so clearly I need to invest more in the God of War. Most of my really good uh, runs involve Dionysus, so clearly I need to drink more. (laughs) This checks out. (laughs) Okay, so uh, because Chain Attack, uh, we we like to give the people what they want. Um, I have a Dink Dune meme. (laughs) Okay. All right. So uh, this meme, the top panel is, I think it's the picture of uh, Paul and his mother Jessica in the 1980s movie. They, I, I believe the scene is they've just like, they've fled and crashed their lander or landed their lander. And, and Paul says to his mother, walk without rhythm to avoid attracting the worms. And then on the bottom panel, it has, um, a, a desert landscape <laughs> and it has, uh, clipped in the, uh, one of the Monty Python guys from like the office of unusual walking or whatever, where so kids ask your uh, great grandparents about Monty Python, right? I mean, clearly audio memes of visual sources are the best. (laughs) I will. I'll, I'll share this right now in the discord. Yes. Uh, And so you guys can see how it is. Uh, this surprisingly even better in, uh, uh, visual <laughs> form. <laughs> Sometimes bad Photoshop is truly the best Photoshop. Um, so, um, the, before we get into the main topic, I wanted to, uh, talk about an article that I tweeted out to you guys, or actually I just tweeted out. So Josh hasn't seen it. So this will oh. be a pitch. Josh. Um, I don't know if Trevor's, Trevor clicked through and looked at it or not. Is but. it going to show up on the Discord eventually then? Is that what you're telling me? Um, sure. I can link it in Discord as well. Okay. But I'm ready. Pitch it to me. Okay. So have, have either of you ever watched, uh, Lifetime 
original movie. Not um, the yeah, whole I thing. So. <laughs> I think I think I'm like Josh. I think I might have been like been in the room while one was playing, but I've never yes. like watched the whole thing, right? Yeah, yeah, that's okay. a good description for me. Okay. So they have one coming out that is just so ludicrous that it looks like it's gonna be amazing. And I'm I can't like it feels like it would be kind of amazing to like mock watch with friends. <laughs> so Do you have a trailer is, for it? Alright, you're gonna give me the yes, pitch. I'm I, ready. I, I'll give I'll give you the pitch and then I'll link you the article that has the trailer and also makes fun of everything that's going on here. Yes, yeah. Okay, so the name of the movie is A Recipe for Seduction. Okay, so <laughs> Tell me Trevor, more. Trevor, have you did did you click through? I, did you look at this? I don't know if I clicked through, but I I I I know of it. So it, this wasn't it wasn't unknown to me prior to this moment. Okay, okay. So do you know about this, Josh? I don't think so. Okay. So if I told you I I'm going to make a lifetime quote unquote mini movie titled A Recipe for Seduction, what uh what would you guess this is going to be about? Oh, um like cooks or chefs and um uh, you know I guess that's snooch. close. Some smooching. Yeah. <laughs> Josh is going to lose his mind. That's all I can say. I know. <laughs> okay, so uh, in the trailer, A Recipe for Seduction, a lifetime mini movie presented by Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh my god. Okay, so there, it appears that there are four characters. Is it just a the... giant ad? Well, hold on. Oh, yes, right, it's amazing. Right. This is amazing. Okay. Hold on, I just looked this up. Oh my gosh, I'm in. I'm 100% in because of the star. <laughs> okay, so there's, there's four characters. The first one is this couple, rich couple, that is engaged. And then there is the mother <laughs> of the wife. And then there is Harlan Sanders, who is Colonel Sanders, who is the private chef of this couple that is getting married. And so one of the things that's weird about it is that when I watch the trailer, it looks like, like obviously Colonel Sanders lived a while ago. But it looks like, A, you know, they're talking about how, you know, he's, Harlan is working on his, the secret recipe and it's going to be a big deal. And so, you know, he hasn't launched Kentucky Fried Chicken yet, but it looks like it's set in today, not <laughs> the past. Okay, so that's kind of weird. So he's, he's there being their private chef. And of course, the wife and, um, and Harlan like start feeling Rom romance for each other, you know, feelings, whatever. But there's another scene in, there's, there's just a couple amazing scenes in the trailers. So first off, like the mom tells the engaged husband, like, if you go through, basically, if you go through, get, go through with this marriage, then we can like keep screwing around with each other. <laughs> Which I don't, I don't, I don't understand, I guess, but then the <laughs> other, the other, uh, clip is um at one point the husband or the potential husband engaged man he like looks at a piece of paper and utters the greatest line of 2020 and says secrets out chicken man (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so Harlan Sanders, of course, is, is played by Mario Lopez. Yeah, which uh, way to bury the lead? Way to bury the lead, Jay. Like I look this sorry. up, and there's a poster that's like Mario Lopez is Colonel Sanders, and I am like, yes, yes he is, one hundred percent. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So here's here's my question: How, <laughs> what percent in are you guys on the Yum brand cinematic universe? <laughs> okay, so are you are you saying that there's going to be like for the Fourth of July there's going to be a Taco Be Taco Bell version sure, of yeah. this Lifetime movie? Explosions uh, or <laughs> well, you mean Love Explosions? We're on Lifetime. Oh yeah, yeah. I I don't even know what to say. I mean, here's the thing, Jay. You asked in the Discord chat. You started a discussion about who's going to play or planning to play Cyberpunk 2077. And I yeah. feel like by watching A Recipe for Seduction, where Mario Lopez is Colonel Sanders, that I basically am living Cyberpunk 2077. Like, I am, have I am over. ready to embrace my corporate overlords. By what? <laughs> <laughs> oh my heck! Amazing. So I don't even know. How, I mean, where is this going to be? How would I even watch it if I wanted to see Kentucky? You'd watch it on Lifetime, I think. I don't have Lifetime. Well, they. I wouldn't be shocked. I guess if they had it streaming on <laughs> their website. I mean, I, that is that is this Sunday, Jay. I am so glad. I know. You alerted me to this. I know. Wow. How long is it? Does it say? It doesn't say how. I don't know if it says. It says it is a mini movie, which <laughs> I want to watch the trailer. It's so bad, right? Oh, I'll wait. I'll wait. It's so amazing. The the trailer delivers in every way that you could ever hope for. I'll Secrets just say that. Secrets out, chicken man. <laughs> uh, so I'll link the article that that I in Discord that I also did on Twitter. Um, but it's like 43 questions that okay, you know, I just trailer found, places. Okay. I just found the article. It looks amazing. Okay. So here's here's a couple examples. Uh question number twenty-five. So in the universe for a recipe of seduction, Kentucky fried chicken has not been invented yet? Twenty-six, what do people do? Like just eat Popeyes instead? <laughs> Twenty-seven. Oh wait, isn't that just like real life? <laughs> um, oh, so we, we didn't. I, I the listeners should be aware since we're on this topic that we didn't get a Popeyes in our town until about two years ago. Three years ago. Two, three years ago. Yeah. yeah, and it lasted all of about eighteen months before it closed up shop. And I am so disappointed. I I've I haven't eaten at KFC in probably twenty five years. And I ate at Popeye's, um, well, I've ate at Popeye's plant places other times, but when it was here, I ate there probably six or seven times, and now it's gone. I, can you confirm or deny? I had, I had been told that, like, our Popeye's was kind of a toned down version of yes, Popeye's. Yes, that's true. Interesting. Like, um, meaning that it didn't have a lot of the same recipe or something? No, 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 no. Meaning, spicy, right? meaning that the normal recipe chicken that they had the the spicy recipe chicken they had at our Popeyes was the oh. normal recipe ch Popeyes chicken you it would get like anywhere else. It was like weak sauce. Okay. Yeah. I the, mean, to be fair, they are playing to their uh, 
audience. Yeah, <laughs> but I think I, I while I understand what they did, I think they probably should. The, the problem is, is if you go into Popeye's and you know what you want and you want spicy chicken, you, you expect a certain level of spice. And and it's not like it's over the top, but I can see why I can see why they took the normal recipe and toned it down. But if I'm going to go in there and I'm I don't care where you're from, and you walk into a Popeye somewhere and you're like, oh, I can get the spicy chicken, and instead you get something that tastes like the normal chicken. I mean, that's a it's a problem. I see. Jay, I, I want you to know that I have an answer to question seven of the article, and it is absolutely peaking for the record. Okay, so question seven. Is Mario Lopez absolutely, absolutely peaking or hitting absolute rock bottom? <laughs> Dude's getting paid. I'm here to tell you that. Here's 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 two more of my uh, my questions I love from this. Number nine. Why is Mario Lopez not doing a southern accent? Number ten. What were the conversations that led to Colonel Sanders not having a southern accent? <laughs> Number eleven. Did Mario start out doing one, and they were like, you know what, bud? Maybe we just don't. <laughs> <laughs> this article is, is a freaking treat, dude. Okay. Okay. Well, we are uh, at the um, time where we, I guess uh, I guess do, do either of you have any final thoughts on uh, either recipe for seduction or the Yum Brand cinematic universe? Uh, I'm. I think that. Much like Sharknado, I think I would at least have to watch one and see what it's all about. Yeah, I mean, it, I can't it decide does. if I should watch this or Velocipaster first. <laughs> <laughs> I I like the cut of your jib, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Not that that probably is uh, surprising, but yeah, it's kind of baked in. I know. Um. Okay, well, let's go ahead and move into the next uh, main topic of the episode. So there's there's kind of a, a tradition where a, a new console comes out, I talk myself into buying it, and then I don't play it. And so, didn't this most recently sort of happen with the Switch? Which I I recognize that that is not new per se, but yes, although. That one was Brian bought a Switch for me under the guise of buying it for himself. Mm. <laughs> okay. Was that, for, okay. was that for Pokemon Let's Go? Yes. And then he played it and was like, oh, well, this game sucks. <laughs> but he totally fun. he totally fell for the tie-in of like, oh, you can get sure. like a, something in Pokemon Go. Uh, marketing is a thing. I actually like Pokemon Let's Go, but I realize it's very different from anything else in the series and very different from Pokemon. Well, I don't think he's played any other um, Pokemon games, so it's not like he had a sure baseline but, expectation. But, but it's also very different from the mobile game. I mean, it's just... Right, yeah. It, it kind of... Well, I would hope so. I mean, I would, you would hope that they could make a game that is actually good. It, would be, <laughs> it, it, it solely like sits in between the two. Like, there's elements of both. And and I can see how that could turn off a lot of people, but I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. So, so yes, you have this tradition, Jay. Have you given it a name yet? No, no. New console disappointus, or I mean the old age. Brian Brian gave me an Xbox One, and I've basically not played it. Although I do want to 
get it set up and play the play um, the Alien Isolation game and play. I, we have, I think, I have some of the Dragon Age games. That so. game is good, Alien Isolation, but man, I stepped away from it a few months ago because it made me so mad. <laughs> what did it do that made you so? Do do they have like a cinematic setting where? Yeah, you can you can dial. I should well, that's what I should go back and just dial it down to the. I'm a, I mean, really, you know, that's all. I'm, I'm a interested giant in. baby like, mode, so. Yeah, I need to have like heat seeking everything in order for me to play this game. Yeah, but. yeah. <laughs> well, I I feel like I need that. Like when I inevitably succumb to whatever the newest console is, I need a setting that's just like when it asks you what difficulty you want the game at. I need I need a setting that's automated that just flashes a screen that says, "Remember, you are an old man, Josh." And then, you know, puts it on the easy peasy setting or whatever. I, I got, I, I freely admit I'm past the point where I can play normal mode or whatever. Yeah. My, so one of my, one of my dear friends, Michael Plummer, he, uh, like one of the games that's been getting him through the pandemic has been Dark Souls. And he's like, Oh, you really ought to try this game out. And I'm like, I'm like not the target audience of this game at all. <laughs> I loved it. I played it, but yeah, it's like, you you have to invent new language for how hard it is, which is probably why I loved it because it, it's basically like experiencing the Lovecraft universe. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. So here, here's here's my here's here's my current justifications on it, or why I'm debating it. Okay. <laughs> this is like I feel like are you are you lying down on a couch right now, Jay? You should be. Um, I'm in a I'm in a recliner. Okay, good enough, all right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so my thoughts are, A, uh, I would like to, um, so first of all, I'm I'm kind of interested in Cyberpunk 2077, and I could, my my computer would play it, but the reality is that I don't think I'm very likely to um, play it if it's not, like, on a TV in my bedroom. Oh, okay. Interesting. I was going to ask you why. Like, why wouldn't you just do it on your computer? But okay. That's, I'm with that's you. the main reason why. That's the main reason why. Um, other thoughts. One of the bigger things that, um, I have that I would potentially like with it is that, like, right now, Brian is basically a shut in in our house. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't have much to do. And so, you know, it would be kind of nice if there were a few games that, were kind of meteor games that he ended up enjoying, and I, I think that he would have a better chance of that than on the Switch. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Um, and then there's also I've I didn't I didn't have a PS4, and so there's some of the games that I've been interested in that a lot of my friends have been like, oh, these games are like amazing that I've been somewhat interested in playing as well, like uh, Horizon Zero Dawn or Persona Five or you know etc. Or maybe the Spider Man game as well. Dude, the Spider Man, yeah. Horizon so good, Spider-Man game so good. Again, dial the difficulty down. Yeah, obviously, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so these are the um these are like the narratives that I'm convincing myself as to uh why it's a good idea for me to uh light my money on fire. <laughs> okay, so I was just about to say, okay, so now begin your out of body experience and tell me what will really happen with this. Oh, with I'll this buy it and I won't play it. Like will you hook it up? Um, yeah. Like, will it just sit unused in in your bedroom and, like, 
Maybe you'll get a nice skin for it. <laughs> can I can I back up just a second and ask you a question about your Switch? Because sure, yeah. um, I, I don't know much about Persona 5, to be fair, but um, Horizon Zero Dawn feels, to me, um, I haven't played it, so preface with that. Uh, but have you um, have you played the um, the Breath of the Wild? Breath of the Wild? No, I haven't. It's a it's okay. a very good comparison, Trevor. I mean, I I have played both to completion. Okay, so I'm pretty sure that her, that I I don't haven't played Horizon Zero Dawn, but I think Breath of the Wild is probably one of the top three to five games of the decade. So okay. I'm going to save and you four hundred dollars. Go out and buy Breath of the Wild used for thirty bucks and save the rest of your money on whatever else. <laughs> Uh, it's and it's one that I actually I I told Brian I was like oh we should buy this and you should play it and he's like no so <laughs> why do you think yeah. he wasn't interested in it I don't, yeah I don't know why he why it wasn't a game that uh, was interesting to him huh interesting well and the I thing mean, is is like its sequel or I should say prequel is about to come out also maybe it's already out Age of Calamity uh, soon I don't know if it's out or not I don't think it is but I could be wrong. Okay. So is it time for the heart-to-heart part? Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. do you want the heart-to-heart, you know, from Trevor first, or do you want me to delude you further? Because I'm here here for the delusion, Jay. Let's let's go ahead, Josh. You can be the the devil on my shadow. Shoulder. (laughs) I mean, look, here's the thing. It's just not that much disposable money to light on fire, Jay. So you might as well. (laughs) (laughs) On the off chance, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be very honest. Like, the only reason I don't have a PS5, especially now that I looked at the launch lineup again, is because I am too lazy. I'm too lazy to have, like, tried to fight whatever, you know, scarce scarcity there was right now and i'm not gonna go wait in a freaking line and i'm I'm even too lazy to hire a teenager to go stand in a line for me. like there, there's no lines josh I, I that shows your age really well yeah, okay all, but it, there, there is no there there is uh, unlike years past where you would have got if you wanted a, a console on launch day you would have stood in line you know from four or five in the morning until they opened uh, or you maybe the night before and put up a tent. That, that stuff doesn't exist anymore. Nobody stood in line. The lines happen months, months before. Are you telling me I could get one right pre-order. now? No, you can't get one now. That's my point, but right? There okay. was there was All no right. lines. My my point was is that if you did not pre-order one, like a a sane Rabbit person, fan. <laughs> yeah, then the, I guess there was some lines, but they only existed, I believe, at Target and Walmart. Well, part of it is I just wasn't paying attention at the time either. Like. I'm only paying attention because Jay brought it up, and I'm like looking at the stuff, and I'm like, "Oh man, the Spider-Man Miles Morales is going to be amazing," and you know whatever other, those other ones. But but I'm just like, eh, when I get around to it, I'll, I'll pick you, it up. Your chances of getting one before Christmas are nil. Yeah, and I, I, I've accepted that. That's why I'm like, I, uh, there's no way I'm doing this like anytime this year. But I I easily see it becoming a paperweight in my house. Uh, I mean, the funny thing is, the PS4 is my probably the most used um, electronics at my house, but that's because it's what my family watches streaming services on. Mm. Really, what I should what I should do is set up my Xbox One in my bedroom, and if 
I play through Cyberpunk <laughs> 2077 and the the other games I mentioned, Alien, etc. Uh, at that point, I have permission to <laughs> buy a PS5. That so seems I'm, fair. I'm ready for Trevor's Heart to Heart because that makes a lot of sense. I'm going to totally agree with you, Jay, and here's the reason why. I don't feel like the PS5 and the Xbox Series X um, and Series S and the the PS5, there's four models that came out. Right. I don't feel like any of them offer you anything. Their claim to fame is frame rate and 4K gaming. And if you're going to put it in your bedroom, uh, maybe you have a, maybe you do have a 4K TV. I don't have a 4K TV yeah, in my bedroom. Okay. Well, maybe that is, if, if that's what draws you in and it's not the game itself, if you want 4K gaming and you want high frame rate, that's what these are offering. They're not offering a different gaming experience. The controllers are almost identical to the previous versions. Um, the interfaces are very similar. Uh, the reason why you would pick the Xbox over the PlayStation 5 is because it has a, a subscription service sort of like Netflix where you can just kind of like download a lot of the games, um, especially slightly older games, and just try them and play them out. And it's pretty reasonable price. Um, the PlayStation 5 offers exclusives like the uh, Miles Morales game, etc., but if like if the things I'm saying aren't ringing true for you, then I would say you're fine with what you've got. Play the games that you've already talked about. And if you're like, you know what, I'm really enjoying this console experience. I would really like some better graphics, and I would like to be able to display them in 4K. Um, then these are for you. But if they're, I don't know. I I just look at it, and I'm I didn't pre-sign up for one either because I didn't have money at the time. I did see when they came through for for uh, for pre-purchase, pre-order. yeah, pre-order. But I I just didn't have the available funds, and I'm like, you know what? I'll just get one later. And and the the truth is, is I I did buy a um, Xbox One on launch day, and um, the funny thing is, is they always have all both consoles. They always have these little quirks about them that they figure out and work out. And then there's usually a kind of a second version that launches, you know, nine months to a year later. And that one's always the better one to actually own. (laughs) So I'm I'm thinking maybe that's what I should be doing is waiting for those. And the other issue I have with them is I actually want a no disk drive download only version, but I, I will, I actually like the Xbox better. Um, I like the controller better. I wanted an Xbox, but I don't want to pay extra for the one with the drive in it. But it's like the Xboxes, the two of them have different hardware. The If you want the better hardware that actually does 4K gaming, you have to have the Series X. The Series S is the no disk drive download only um, version, but it has less hardware. It doesn't do things as well. And I don't know why they did that. Sony was smart and their two versions are the same. One just has a drive. And the other one doesn't. I don't know why Microsoft thought it was a good idea to have hardware, but whatever. So Jay, the, I have a question world... about your console gaming too. And, okay. and this is Hades related again. I know shocking, but it feels like you haven't even been playing Hades that much, which you literally could Not play a... in your bedroom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, why yeah. is that? Like, um, because I'm not a console gamer, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, I accidentally scored points for the for the heart to heart chat. I mean, if the problem is is all these games you're talking about, I'm looking at them and 
and this is my complaint about modern console gaming, um, modern gaming, video gaming period, is too many of them base their engine, and this is Cyberpunk 2077 as well, base their engine off a first-person perspective. Like an Unreal Engine or something kind of thing. Correct. I don't want to call it a first-person shooter because a lot of those really aren't, but they they do feel like that, and I can't stand playing them with a the stick being my my aim, I guess, or the the view. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Without being keyboard and mouse, basically. Yeah, key, keyboard and mouse is my preference. So, but truly, if I'm going to get into one of those, Breath of the Wild uh, is the most smooth, best. I mean, it is the gold standard for that style of game, and yeah, I would I mean, recommend yeah, it to anybody because I think it's really good. There's something about Cyberpunk that uh, that's um, appealing to you. Yeah, the setting is appealing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's is appealing to me as well. 2077 basically The Witcher with a great cyberpunk setting? Probably. Is that too reductive? The, that is maybe a little reductive, but I would I would still, like, I would lean towards buying it on a computer, too, because right. of the same problem. Yeah, Jay, when you say you're not a console gamer, are you actually a PC gamer? Like, <laughs> did you set me up? <laughs> <laughs> I. I do play a lot more PC games than console games. Okay. But that it, it tends to be like uh, turn-based strategy games, or there's there's some RPGs I've played on them. So it's not like you're going to hook your PC up to the computer in your bedroom and play, and get more playtime in that way. Um, I'm I don't know. The, so the issue with playing my computer in in bed in my bedroom is is just the like the a I, I don't really like the controls for a um, on a, my computer's a laptop. That's, that's a fairly oh, yeah, nice yeah. laptop. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, just in general, I like getting that set up in bed is more hassle than I like. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Anyway, I, I feel like a lot of the people who are going out and buying the consoles right now are just doing so out of habit. habit. Yeah. Or the concept of it's new and, and interesting and different. But I'm not but, sure they are. I don't think they're that compelling. One of the <laughs> one of the most convincing uh, lies that um, <laughs> I tell myself. Yes, sweet little <laughs> lies. I'm ready. <laughs> is that um, the pandemic is somewhat changing my gaming habits? One uh, and two. I do enjoy uh, a lot of times watching Brian play stuff in in the bedroom. And oh, so, okay. Him, uh, and which goes back to it would be nice if there were some additional games that he was. Man, I cannot even imagine I, that statement. I cannot even imagine applying that to my wife. That would be <laughs> like that <laughs> has to your be mind. the dark mirror, the dark mirror universe of our universe where that would happen. That would, <laughs> I assume she Josh would have to go watching yeah. his wife <laughs> play a game. That would be hilarious. <laughs> So, Trevor, how long does it usually is it usually before they come out with like the upgraded version? Uh, I'll be honest, I don't pay that close attention to actually. I mean, I'm just guessing, but it does feel like nine months to a year, depending on you know how big some of the issues are. Right? With so, for example, if we go back, the Xbox One originally launched with a Connect, which was more it was more gimmicky than um, than people, and people really didn't care for it. And you couldn't buy it without the Connect, and that was one of the big complaints about the Xbox One 
was that the only way you could buy it was you had to buy a $100 accessory with it, and there was no option for not buying it. And most gamers didn't need it um, or want it. So I, I'm trying to remember what, how long it took them before they put out a version that didn't have the Kinect with it. Um, with the PS5 and Xbox Series X, um, I've seen a few complaints come in from both of them about various things, um, but some of those are software-related. But the PS5, um, I don't... The thing that blows me away about it is it looks like, and I could be wrong because I've never... I haven't actually investigated that much because I don't care, but it looks like it's intended to, and it really only stands up. Like There's no way to lay it down, and it's huge. It's really big. <laughs> um, like, like uh, where I would normally put it, it would, it wouldn't even fit. Yeah, that's potentially an issue in our bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Xbox Series X is big too. It's not quite as big as the PS5, at least as near as I can tell. Um, but it's, it's big too, but it, it, um, doesn't mind whether you stand it. It's intended to stand up for cooling reasons, but it also has feet on it so you can lay it on its side. Um, and then the air flow would go through it sideways instead of up. Um, but I think the PS5 is intended to be stood up, which is just, it's really weird to me. So that's another thing that usually happens is a year or two down the road, they kind of miniaturize them. Hardware gets more advanced. Yeah. yeah. That's the version of the PS4 that I have is the, you know, whatever that is, the smaller one. Yeah. And, and so I have, um, I have a Xbox one that was a launch edition that's in my bedroom. And then we have a Xbox one that's in the living room that all the kids use. And it's an Xbox one S I think, or X. I can't remember. There, there was a bunch of different ones and it, um, it will do 4k streaming, although it won't do 4k gaming, but I can watch 4k, um, streaming media from Amazon, et cetera, on it. And it has more hard drive space. And I mean, it was, you know, it's still labeled an Xbox One, but it's a very different machine from the original. Mm-hmm. Would, I, one of the probably better arguments on why, um, there probably isn't much reason for me to purchase it, but, um, do you think, would I notice a very big difference on, um, like playing Cyberpunk on an Xbox One versus a, PlayStation 5. PS5. Oh, interesting. No. You're, you're asking, between, oh, sorry, between an Xbox One and a PlayStation 5? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you'd see quite a bit of di- big difference, yeah. I mean, mm. I don't know that you would really care. I mean, the truth is, is the only difference you would find would be the different controller and upgraded graphics. There's sometimes when, like, uh, this is maybe another Jay's an old man thing, but there's sometimes, like, I go to a TV showcase <laughs> or whatever, and they're like, this new and improved TV has the most amazing blah 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 blah, and then it's next to like the one that's a quarter as much, and they basically look the same. Um, I I haven't seen actual pictures of what um Cyberpunk 2077 looks like in comparison to the two systems, but truthfully, I don't know that you would you would you as not a console gamer might look at them and feel similar feelings. You. I don't know that you would see four hundred dollars worth of difference. Right. I think. I think I'm honestly, you... most. <laughs> I'm so out of the loop on console gaming that, like, when I go to a friend's house and see them play or whatever, it's they, it still basically blows my mind. I'm like, holy cow! It is amazing that they can get like these type of graphics on these games. <laughs> so, well, we are, I guess, coming 
to the end of our time, basically. Uh, do you guys have any, I guess, final thoughts on the consoles or me making prudent financial decisions? I mean, it feels <laughs> you know, to me like all you need to do is beat Hades, and then you can do whatever you want. And you only have to beat him once. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Um, I, I would encourage you to buy it for Xbox. By, I, honestly, I don't think you're going to play Cyberpunk 2077 even on your Xbox One. So... <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to cut your four or $500 bill down by 430 or 500 or excuse me, or three. Why, why do you think I wouldn't end up playing it? I just don't think you're going to enjoy it. Have you played any of the Bethesda based games on a console? Not on a console. No. What, what Bethesda what ones based have you played? What ones have you played on a computer? Um, I played. So the, the more recent ones I haven't played as much, but I played a ton of like the older, um, Morrowind games. Did you play any of the newer Fallout, Fallout 3 or 4? I, I think I maybe played 3 in a fair bit of it, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it, yeah, does, I, it, it does kind of have the issue of what Josh says. Like, you kind of have to, if you if you stop playing it for a bit and you try to go back into this huge immersive world that you've forgotten all the quests you're doing, et cetera, then it that doesn't work very well. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just, I, I haven't played... Cyberpunk 2077, but I just get the impression or the feeling that it is, um, it's going to play similar to Fallout, um, for, yeah. it's going to be that style of game. And I know, I personally know that it's not the style of game that I would probably enjoy, even though maybe the setting would help me enjoy it a little bit more. But even then, I would want it on a computer, not on a console. Yeah. I mean, there is something about like, I just want to play a hacker in a cyberpunk game. Well, and I think that, that, um, it's probably going to do that quite well. And it, you may not, it may not bother you quite as much that you can't aim because there shouldn't be. I, I've, I've read that you don't have to have firefights or, you know, do combat all that. Yeah, often. I've read that as well. Yeah. In, in Cyber, Cyberpunk 2077. So I think you could probably find what you want. I just think that I'm not seeing the purpose in buying a newer console, I guess, in the whole situation, unless you get into it and you're like, man, I wish that this was just. I wish the, the, you know, the shaders were a little bit better. It was a little more smoother and I could, you know, do it in 4K. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I didn't really think very much initially about just getting it on the Xbox, but it's likely what I should do. <laughs> I personally, I'm trying to find a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox Series X and I have multiple alerts that tell me when they come into stock and there's no way I'm going to get one in the next two months. It's just the way it is. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Josh, do you, do you have a dad joke for us? Wow. Can I spring this on you? Uh, uh I mean, I'm not even, I, I'm not even on Twitter anymore, like where I used to mine dad jokes, <laughs> but here, here's one for you. What's the best way to watch a fly fishing tournament, especially in 2020? What? Live stream. <laughs> you, thank you, you did thank this, you for that. <laughs> Thank you for that, Josh. <laughs>